Welcome to episode number 140 of Take Him With You for October 9th, 2011. This is the Take Him With You podcast. I think I was working on the pirate story at the time, but I didn't use this that for the pirate story. Yeah, I, it seems like I remember you doing a couple different pirates. Oh, it was the pirate music for that story for the Spanish website that you did? Yeah, but it wasn't. It was yeah. It was for typing, a typing thing. Typing lessons. Typekids.com. And um, it was a you did the English voiceover part. Correct. So this is the pirate music with the cool drums. I had the greatest time programming the drums on this one. So one more time, let's listen a little bit. (laughs) Wasn't that fun? Yeah. And there was no real instruments on that at all. It's all done to the magic of the iPad. In a way, they were probably real instruments at one time that were sampled into it Actually, those were samples. Yeah, those were actually loops that I put into it. I did the drums myself, however. Very With my fingers. Like, boom, 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 boom. You know, like that. Boop, 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 boop. You know what I mean. Okay. You don't know what I mean, do you? (laughs) Not exactly. Well. I'm not very (coughs) talented in the ways of... Of making mm. stuff. Talented in the ways of iPad you are. No, I can barely play the radio. Garage band, you must have. Mm. Mm. Do you think if I had um, garage play- band that I could play anything beyond Mary Had a Little Lamb or El Shaddai? I was with going one to note? say, <laughs> El Shaddai you could play. <laughs> with one note at a time. <laughs> I don't know, you might be able to. Well, I actually, when I was a kid, I had this book of um, hymns that I could Book of hymns. What, did it have all sorts of boys' names in them? No, hymns, like... Oh, H-Y-M-S. Yeah, and and it was all songs that you could play with just one note at a time. Well, most songs you can play one note at a time. (laughs) Well, you know, not with chords and... And right, I understand a bunch what you're saying. Yes, yeah. It was just mm-hmm. like the melody that you could play right. with one finger at a time. And um, I when was I actually, press upon this little key, it plays a little melody. I could actually, bleep, bleep, I think bleep, I could play bleep. just about all of those, but I had to have the music in front of me. I'm not very talented musically, but 
I don't know about that. You are more talented than you think you are. I'm I'm trying to work on it. I'm writing um, lyrics for an album right now. That I'm going to produce and put on iTunes. But I haven't gotten very far. I've written a couple songs. What, are, what kind of an album? Um, well, it's, it's one for very wee little children, babies. Babies? Mm-hmm. Was it pop music for babies? No. It's, um, it's... Are we going to do Lady Gaga covers? No. It's, um, it's for How little... would you do that? Would you sing in baby language? No. It's, it's scriptural blessings, like, um, like little blessings to sing over children that are inspired by scriptures. Okay. And, um, you know, like... I don't want to give too much away, but there's lots of really good scriptures you can pray over your children. And the first idea was to do one for babies. Uh, and they would be little songs about little blessings and we little could, prayers We for could introduce babies. them with music like this. Okay, you know what? I, I may have to go on Elance. And see if I can get someone else to produce the music for me. <laughs> this is a fantastic song. Check this out. No. I, I'm going to get to the lyric that I really like the most here, but let's just listen to a little bit. I'm the operator of my pocket calculator. This is a fantastic band called Craftwork. I'm the operator of my pocket calculator. Spelled K-R-A-F-T-W-E-R-K. All done with computers. And it was back, I believe, in the 80s when they did this. So it's kind of on the edge. Now ready? I'm adding. And subtracting. Here goes, ready? I'm the, the operator, operator of my pocket calculator. I'm the operator of Here comes the best part. Calculator. Are you ready? Are you ready? Yes, no? No, I I don't I'm not really into electronic music. Here comes. Here comes. Here comes. This is the best line in the whole thing. Here goes. Almost. I'm subtracting. Sorry, I built it up and then it didn't happen. I'm controlling. This is like mystery science theater. Composing. To a song. By pressing down ah. a special key and place a little melody. That's awesome. Right? By pressing down a special key and place a little melody. That's awesome. Sounds like an old Pong game. Remember those can, Pong can games? Can we be delivered of this song now? Are you done with it now? I I was done with it within the first two notes. Don't you remember that cool video game Pong when you were a kid? Um, yeah, I think It was so. the very first video game ever, yeah. ever, and it had paddles. Instead uh -huh. of having joystick, it had round little paddles. Okay. And it was table tennis. Uh-huh. Called Pong. Yeah. P-O-N-G. Those were the like that was the sound right there. I think I remember playing Pong and Centipede in 
one of my best friend's little brother's room because my friends were um, imbibing in alcohol. and. What did you say? They were trying to get drunk, and I wasn't wanting to do that. So, so I hung out Pong. with her little brother and played Atari. By pressing down the special key, it plays little melody. Yeah. That that was, you know, that was the way I partied growing up is yeah. I played Atari in my friend's little brother's room. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not much of a partier. So what's been going on at our house this last week? We've been oh, busy. exhaustion has been how, going on at our house. How was your women's retreat? Um, I, Didn't we talk about that last time? Um, no, no, because you hadn't gone to it. Okay. We haven't yeah. actually podcasted for quite a few days because... Yeah, because we did early last time and, and now, now we're, we're late. late this time. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, my women's retreat was, was quite interesting. I did get to work a little bit on my um, songs I am doing that will be ballads or else she will be in very big trouble. I'm doing a heavy metal infant the, album. The last time I gave Rick a, a beautiful ballad that I felt inspired. It's called inspired. Metal Babies. Metal Babies. I felt inspired to write a ballad and Rick turned it into a heavy metal Hey song. parents, do you like heavy metal music but no. you don't have enough for your baby's nursery? Try new Metal Babies. No, it's not going to be Metal Babies. Like, I'm serious. If you don't... Like <laughs> songs like Rock in the Cradle. If you don't produce this the way I want, I'm going to go on Elance and hire somebody else that will make them into ballads because we're not doing Heavy Metal Baby al album. The wonderful song, Spitting Up. <laughs> Which I got I to gotta figure out when I'm going to have time to finish writing because... This has been, you know, I was gone at the women's retreat, which it was on beautiful Whidbey Island, and I think it only rained, like, a couple hours out of the whole, like, three days I was there, which is pretty miraculous for Western Washington. It, it was beautiful weather, and there was one thing that was cool that I don't even think I told you about. There's this, the people that own this property, um, he... The husband is is has since passed away, but when he was alive, he was a musician and he um uh, he loved like um organ music, you know, like pipe organ, and he like he had one of those um, accordions accordions and stuff. And they had this big water tower on their property that was like empty. It was an abandoned water tower. Okay. And he had his wife crawl down into this water tower one time, and he he um, loved the acoustics in there. And so they got to this property. Now we have things called digital reverb. Okay, well, we this, don't have to crawl into big buckets. Well, they have a very substantial property of many houses and stuff, and in the front of this big gigantic house. There's a a deck that kind of juts out um, uh -huh. of the hill, okay. and underneath this deck um, is a secret room, and it is a perfectly round cement room, and you can fit probably easily 50 people in it, not touching, you know, so there's like space around every person. So I'd never been in there, even though this is like the fourth year we were there. And 
we all quietly walked in this room without making a sound and we started singing songs and it it sounded like like there was 500 people in there singing or more that's cool because of the acoustics of this perfectly round cement room it was amazing and and um I would actually like to take you there sometime and have you bring your guitar or something because it's... I could probably... Or your iPad. <laughs> I could probably write the songs for Metal Babies. No, but... With the smash hit song, Hey Mom, Where's My Milk? <laughs> Anyway, uh, you would have really dug that room, though, because you could put your iPad in there, and it would sound like you had this gigantic orchestra going. And um, With the warm-up band, <laughs> Wet Diaper. Oh, mercy. Lord have mercy. So, anyway, we... Metal babies. <laughs> the, the retreat was really interesting. I got to be in a skit. And I'm not much of an actress, but I oh. was in a skit with a friend of mine. Um, she wrote a little mini play, and I, I acted it. Believe it or not, I played this straight person. Oh, I don't believe that at all. <laughs> <I don't, laughs> what am I doing? I've been making jokes for the last 10 minutes, and you haven't even reacted to it. Um, and, <coughs> and when she asked me, oh. she asked me on Facebook if I'd be in a skit with her, and I said, well, I'm not much of an actress, but um, if you write a part for me... I don't me, know. You and Catherine have quite a bit of drama, so oh, I don't know. I don't think I have as much drama. But um, <laughs> no comments from the peanut gallery. Um, I said if you if you write something that's close to my personality and I don't have to to act much, then I could I'd be glad to do it. And she goes, "That's exactly what I was planning." <laughs> well, so I would have written an awesome skit called Metal Babies. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not doing a Metal Baby album. <laughs> I shouldn't have even said anything. But, um, but yeah, I'm still working on that very slowly. Um, then I got back from the women's retreat and worked and worked and worked all week and and was pretty exhausted from all the work. And Yeah, you were. You were then, exhausted. I've been working very hard this week, and I didn't make any money for it. <laughs> yeah, we probably lost money this last yeah, week we on did. your projects. But, um but you, I think when you're, when is, when is your art show closing? When do we go pick well, up okay, our stuff? Well, okay, I'm the featured artist at Clyde and Sylvia's Frames and Things in Aberdeen, Washington, mm -hmm. which is a little tiny town in, basically on your way to Ocean Shores. And they have or beautiful. Or on your way to Forks to see the vampires. They have lots of beautiful artwork in the place. So I'm um, the featured artist there, and I put all my stuff down week. there. I do these cool artwork in photos in the frames that are window frames mm -hmm. and uh, put it all on display. And uh, yeah, I'm there till the end of October. And uh, then I'm going to do a website for people to order if they want to online. Mm -hmm. So that'll be cool. Yeah. But uh, yeah, we I work very hard getting all those ready to go for... Because, you know, there's a difference between blowing up photos and giving it to people versus actually framing them nice. Mm -hmm. And it takes, a, it takes a lot of work behind the scenes to put all that stuff together and... And I want to do it professional, so you know, there's the backing looks nice, and there's a, a theme to each one of them, and there's a, you know, I sign them, and and then you put on a nice, you know, staple on a nice backing to it, and put a hanger on it, and 
so on and so forth. So their quality work and everything. But um, you know, you got to sell them to make the money off them. So how long are you, how long is your art on display there? I told you till the end of October. Till the end of October. So probably November we'll be putting yeah. some up on a website. Just in time or for something. Christmas, people can buy a cool and, piece of art um, for Christmas. And we'll be able to sell them at a discount since we won't have a middleman we're going through. Right. But if you want to bless a local store, you can go and buy one from um, Frames and Things now, and, and that'll help pay there. It depends on when you want the piece of artwork yeah. and if it's going to be there when you want yeah. it. Because it's all unique and different. So, uh, you know, it depends on what type of frame I find to put it in. I mean, any of my photos that you see on Facebook or Treks and Sci-Fi or all those different, they're all available if you want to buy them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just buy the digital print if you want, and I'll send you the high-res thing if you PayPal me. But um, if you if you want me to print it out and put it in a cool frame and do all that jazz and make it really a unique piece of artwork, well, then um, it costs a little bit more it than costs, to do that. Yeah. 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 So, so that's what I did for the last mm-hmm. few days. I went to town almost every day, which is real unnormal for me. Yeah. I usually am doing voiceover work here. But quite honestly, my voiceover work for the last week was pretty much nil. It, it, that mm-hmm. I guess that happens, you know. Yeah. I, I go, I'll do like three weeks of solid work, and then all of a sudden it'll just drop off for a week. And then another, you know, few weeks of solid yeah. work, and then drops off for a week. So it was perfect timing for this because I needed to get this other stuff done. Mm-hmm. And if, you know, hopefully we'll sell some of them. And if not, I'll probably be updating some of the artwork on my wall. look pretty awesome in our house. <laughs> I know you, Catherine was like, why don't we have any of Dad's stuff on our walls? I, well, because it costs money and I want to sell it. Yeah. But, uh, but we might. In the time being, it can something. be a display. Yeah, we might hang some on our walls for Thanksgiving, maybe. Mm, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, hey, we've got some pretty exciting news. Are we. Are, we talking about what's happening in our house? Well, we have been. I did, okay. I did open this whole segment by saying, so what's been going on around our house well, the last week? And you told us all about your retreat, mm-hmm. and you've been working, and I, and I talked about the new album, Metal Babies. Oh, yeah. Well, um, this is a really exciting thing, and it answered a prayer. It was so cool. Um, Friday With m- the screaming tune, Goo Goo Gaga. Oh, mercy. Go ahead. Um, Friday morning, I was at my mom's house for breakfast because I uh, work out of town on Thursdays and Fridays. And yes, and so you're visiting your mom. spend the night at my mom's. What'd you have for breakfast? Okay, don't tell we, us. Just, okay, what, what's going we on? We had French toast. But mm, before we ate our French toast. French toast. French toast. Oh, wee oui, wee. Oui. Before we ate our French toast, my mom said, well, you can say grace, dear. Say so, grace, dear. Oh, so grace. I bowed my head. I said grace. And I, I thank the Lord for the food. And then I thanked the Lord for bringing my mom back from her trip. She went to New, to York, New York for New York. Two weeks. She went and saw shows by where Sue is at. Our yeah. friend Sue. Matter of fact, Sue helped get her some some discounts. good tickets. Yeah. And um, thank you, Sue. Yeah. We like so, you. That but rhymed. she she went up <coughs> actually into like Connecticut, Vermont, that area for most before, of the time, yeah. and then. You've been to Connecticut and Vermont? I have. Oh, I haven't. Um, so, um, but the last, like, three or four days, I think four days, they were in New York City with um, her friend and my mom. So I think They God, were in New York City. Go ahead. So I thank God for bringing my mom home. It's all about grace, okay. And 
And then before I said amen, I said, and God, can you please give Nathan a job, please? Yeah, because our son Andrew's been working full time. Yeah, but um, Nathan and Ivy, they got a job pretty soon right out of college. But then, but then business. The, the business closed and yeah. they've been. he's been looking for work the last month or two. and um, Got a full time job. Now. Yeah, an hour after we got done praying, he got a phone call, and they said, hey, the IT department at this bank would really like you to come work in their department. Cool. And um, So he's going to yeah, be a technician, so, eh? Yeah, he, you know, he'll be doing all kinds of That's cool. geeky things. And so congratulations, well Nathan, to a full-time job. And tomorrow after church, we get to go see their house that they're going to rent. Cool. And um, he showed me video of it. Does he have a key to get into it? At three, they're gonna get the key. Oh, are they already? Are they sure for sure gonna rent it? Um, yeah, they they called because someone else was looking at getting it, and yeah. and he said, well, we can bring a deposit tomorrow, and so they're gonna meet, bring their deposit, and get a key. I think tomorrow at three and start wow. moving stuff in. Wow. And he starts his first day of work on Tuesday. Wow. So Let me say that pretty, backwards. Wow. They're pretty excited because they've been married. It's going to be two years in December. Yeah. And this will be really the first time they really had their own place because they've... They had an apartment in Newburgh Well, for the except for when they were in their apartment in Newburgh, they knew they were only going to be there for two months and they, so didn't, they didn't move didn't very much. Home. Yeah, all their wedding guests were still at her mom's house in the closet. And yeah. They just had so a So now they get to make their own household. That's cool. Yeah, they're actually going to have a real house. has wow. two bedrooms. Okay. and Congratulations yeah. to Nathan and Ivy. They're going to live here in town, and mm-hmm. we'll be able to see them. That'll be cool. Yeah. They, is that my cat? Yeah, Stripey was on your keyboards again. My cat is jumping around here. I don't know what's going on with him. Yeah, I think he's getting hungry. Oh, it's, it's, about, well, it's, it's time right now. Yeah. Do we need deposit so you can go feed the cat? No, we'll just do the podcast and then we'll feed him. <laughs> he's just climbing all over your equipment. Oh, now he's rubbing against Jean-Luc Picard, your your Pickard. John, is there a Jean-Luc Pickard, Pickard here? He was rubbing it. Oh, now he's... Humans playing Dom Jean. Now he's going over your Darth Vader mask. I'm a geek. You're a very big geek. And my cat is a geek. Yeah. He's a feline geek. Is our doggy a geek? No, our doggy's goofy. She doesn't yeah. like any of my... She did it again to me this morning. I'm trying to read my iPad, mm-hmm. and she runs with her whole body and jumps on me on my neck and gets in the way of the iPad so I can't read and wants to, me to hug her. Yeah, she doesn't like A it. dog that wants hugs. I've never seen it before. Yeah, she's very huggy. Hmm. So... So what do you have planned for this next week? Or do we wait and tell people after we've done it? <laughs> you know, I, I, you know, every week is an adventure. Just praying that you're going to get work. <laughs> mm, well, yeah, you know, when you work for yourself, it's a whole different kind of thing. And you mm-hmm. you just, uh, you hope you get contracts. And if you don't, you get nervous when it comes to be bill time. And mm-hmm. But so far, so far, things have been working out. And, you know, I mean, we're not rich or anything like that. But we certainly... Uh, are trying to make ends meet. I'd like to pay off some of the debt that we have. That'd be good. But uh, yeah. that was going to require having a little more consistency in the jobs that I do. So, yeah. 
but uh, you know you're helping out with the bills now and and uh, I'm doing the best I can so let's just hope we continue on and you know you never know what's coming up so uh, you just play it by ear <laughs> yeah <laughs> do I sound confident well yeah. I don't Catherine looked at me and said She's petting the dog. Yeah. Keeping the dog off of our microphone stands. What's Stripey going to come out this way again? Yeah. Oh, and Catherine, do you think you could feed the cats? Because he's just like bugging us. Would you do that for us? I don't hear you. Oh, she would love to. She said, sure, Mom and Dad. I'd love to bless you by feeding the cats. I'll go do it right now. That was really nice of her. <laughs> That was. I'll give you a copy of Metal Babies. <laughs> We're not I'll sign it and everything. Babies. <laughs> it was really cute at our art show today. With a great new song, Peaches in a Jar. At our um, at our art at your art show today, you sold a couple albums, and they I asked, did. "Are are you gonna sign them for?" Yeah, me? they made me sign their album, which yeah, you know, I do that for some people if they ask. But, I remember. Uh, at the last art show you did with your photography. They had me sign the pictures. They had you sign the back of the pictures yeah, or something. Someday I'll be famous. Huh? Yeah, I guess yeah. so. I probably will get famous off Metal Babies. You're not doing Metal Babies. It'll be the hit smash album They're of the gonna year. They're going to be lullabies, not... <laughs> Rock to sleep. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. Oh, our poor kids grew up like that. I don't want to do that to other people's kids. Hey, Mommy, will you burp me? That's going to be an awesome single. Okay, so what's our, what are we talking about tonight? Do we even have a subject? Well, <laughs> it's a short podcast tonight because we're both exhausted. I, yeah. can't, I can't, my lips are like falling off. So we talking about our art show today. We had so we many, had so many people. We had so many people come in and visit with us. It was really nice, even though you're being a total dweeb. <laughs> <laughs> Since when is that new? <laughs> but we had so many people come in and we visit. We did. It and was you know really what? We nice. had, you know, that our friend Tim, King Link Sr., or King whatever, mm -hmm. Tim, <laughs> our friend Tim from Oregon, his mom and dad drove all the way up from Oregon just to say hi to us and see our art show. How yeah. cool is that? And I kind of felt bad because we were at the art show, so we couldn't offer to take them out to lunch I or know, anything. I know, I know. But uh, next so. time, I think we're going to go down there and visit at Tillamook, yeah. and we'll have cheese together. Yeah, we'll go get some Tillamook ice cream. But we had all sorts of cool friends come to the to the art show. Yeah, we had a bunch of people drive from, uh, from Raymond, oh, yeah. and you had people drive down from Redmond, I think it was. Um, Redmond? Isn't Redmond that... Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah. aunt, my aunt Your and my aunt and, and my cousin. cousin. Yeah, drove all I the hadn't way seen down. them in years. It was so cool. I'm their friend on Facebook, and I, I think it had been probably about a long time, thirteen years or so. So it was years. really, really awesome. Yeah. I gave him a, I gave her a big hug, and we're gonna get together for dinner, and that'll be cool. So it was really great to uh, to see them as well, and got to talk to a lot of different people and play music, and it was really a, all in all, it was a really great time, and mm -hmm. it was fun to see everybody too. So yeah. You know, doing, again, working from home. You work out in the, well, kind of in the public, but I don't get to see very many people because I'm always busy in the studio. 
So it's nice to actually run into actual people and talk with them and stuff like that. I try to get out once a week at least to, um, you know, socially interact with others outside of the Internet. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's always good. But uh, this was really nice to visit with friends and show them the stuff that I'm working on. Mm -hmm. So that was cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, so why did we get on that again? Just I said it was nice to see so many people that oh, we had a good turnout. Yes, it was. So thank you, everybody, that came to our art show. Those mm -hmm. of you that didn't, you can head to the Facebook page that we have, and you can see some of my friends and some of the artwork that I have up for sale and and uh, kind of enjoy the whole experience with us. Yeah. At Facebook.com slash Rick.Moyer. Or Facebook.com slash Amy.Moyer. But I don't have the pictures on there. Yeah. They can always so. get to my site from your site. Yeah. If they have the insight mm -hmm. or the hindsight. <coughs> Sorry. And the coughing sight. I usually don't cough. Usually I'm usually the one that coughs because that stupid blood pressure medicine gag. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we'll be right back with uh, our, our subject for the day. We were going to interview our good friends from England um, that were going to be on the show, Daniel and Laura. Is it, is it Vieira? Vieira? Vieira. Anyway, they're really cool people. But um, he had to work, so we are going to have them on the next week's show. Hopefully. So, yeah, God willing, if everything mm -hmm. works out. But he doesn't work until next Friday, so we'll be able to interview him and his wife. And we're going to do um, Geeks and the Women Who Love Them. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love me very much right now, do you? <laughs> or maybe you really do love me right now. And oh, it's, I, know. okay, I have to... <laughs> I have to tell one quick little story. What do I know about this? <laughs> this this morning, I didn't know if your parents were coming down or Ugh. or if we were going to have out of town company because of the art show that people might stop by afterwards. Because you never know. Because you never know, and I've been gone almost be good, all good week with work. That would be an awesome track on the new album, Metal Babies. We could do. Uh, you never know. Okay. So I was running around the house this morning vacuuming and cleaning the bathroom. That's a, and that job up. so sucks, I'm telling you. And I was tidying up. I was trying to get the table cleaned up from you working on your art projects with it. And I was helping. And, well, not this morning. <laughs> and so um, <laughs> I'm trying to tidy up, and you throw a, a wrapper, garbage, on the table and I looked at you and I said one of these days you're gonna drive me crazy and, and <laughs> how did I respond to that as I was loading the car with the art materials and you go one of these days <laughs> I think I've already done that and I'm going yeah about probably 25 years of trying to get you to tidy up after yourself and it hasn't worked and I I probably lost it 25 years ago <laughs> i'm just little, 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 little crazy this is i don't know how people are going to react to this podcast this week it's the moyers in their raw form in their in their exhausted, exhausted form, form. <laughs> i could just see it right in the middle So, so you're this gonna is, play a message, it, but what is our our podcast gonna be about this week? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm so tired. How tired are you? I'm so tired that I haven't been able to finish a TV program all week, because by the time I'm done working on the art stuff 
and on computer stuff, I go to sit down to watch a TV show. It's like 11 or 12 at night, and I get about a quarter of the way through it, and then I wake up an hour later. <laughs> and the worst part about that, okay, this is you know you're getting old when you fall asleep during your favorite TV program, and on top of that, you wake up like an hour later, and your neck is killing you because you fell asleep and your head bobbed over. <laughs> And there's no there's support. drool coming down the side of your face. And the, and the dog is happily licking up <laughs> your snack that you had. It's gone uh, and you didn't need it because the dog did. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've seen about three quarters of all my TV shows this week. I, I did that at my mom's house the other night. <laughs> I. She went to bed really early, and I didn't bring a book with me. Usually I'll go to bed early and read a book, but for some reason I wanted to watch The Mentalist because it's one of the shows that I like to watch. I thought you were going to say you're going to want to watch Metal Babies. No, The Mentalist. And so I had a bowl of popcorn and some some sugar-free Kool-Aid kind of stuff. Wish I was there. I I was tired, so I'd only eaten a couple handfuls of popcorn, and Uh I... I lay down on the couch to watch the mentalist. And, and you fell asleep. I fell asleep and woke up about 12 or something. So now you don't even know what happened. <laughs> no, because you DVR'd it, so I watched it when I got home. Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't yeah, watched it yet. Friday night. It was I like the mentalist. I've really been enjoying Person of Interest. That's a cool show. That, that's kind of an interesting I like it show. a lot. Yeah. I, I watched the second Unforgettable episode, and I too. liked it even more than the first. I, I saw We saw another episode of... Uh, the uh, back in time one, Terra Nova. Yeah. This was the Dinosaur of the Week episode. Now, we we have some friends on Facebook that didn't like the show at all, but our family liked it. Oh, we won't say who their names are, though. <laughs> Tim. <coughs> Dan. <coughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I liked it. I like Terra Nova because it, it seems like a kind of a family show so far that there's a, a family in it and there's like and there's teenagers dinosaurs and, and little kids. There's and dinosaurs. Di- you I like, like dinosaurs. You like the dinosaurs. I like, rah, 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 metal babies. Yep, that's what I like. <laughs> no. Dinosaurs that say metal babies. So, oh, you know, okay, this so. is supposed to be a spiritual podcast. Are we, are we Praise gonna? the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord, we made it through this week. <laughs> now I lay myself down to sleep. I pray the Lord this podcast will keep. And if I die before we're done, I hope you all had a really, really lots of fun. <laughs> okay. How's that? Is that spiritual? Oh, Lord, You married me. It's your fault. Help. We need help, God. Please help us. <laughs> we'll be right back after these wonderful messages from our sponsors. We don't have any sponsors, so <laughs> just enjoy. Just our friends. Yeah. We'll be right back. Hi, my name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, 
check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. Al and Joyce, cool people. It's my buddy Al's birthday this week. Did you send his birthday package he, yet? He got it. I have, I have to show you the video. He got it, and they got their Christmas and anniversary. their anniversary stuff all at the same time. I remember time. being so excited because you I found, was... You found their present. You're yeah, the one that found it. You're I the was, one that suggested it. Even. I was at a store, yeah. and I I saw something, and I thought, <gasps> that's... That would be perfect for Alan Joyce. Yeah. They, and, uh, and they do cool podcasts, too. Yeah. So did did they like it? They loved it. And I'll show you the video. I have the video. They, they loved it, loved it, loved it. So. so they videoed opening it up? Yeah. It's probably too too early to put out in their yard yet or wherever yeah. it goes. Well, the, I'm going to ask them to take a picture and show it. Yeah. We got them a, a really cool thing that I thought they'd enjoy. <laughs> you did. Thought they'd enjoy. And well, I thought I so, hope too. So. I hope so. Well, like the funny that. part is they. I thought they were out of them. We tried to order online and send it that way because mm-hmm. so the shipping would be less. Mm-hmm. But uh, they didn't have them online. And then they were all out of them at the store. But I found the last one. Was it hiding behind something? It was. I wondered about that because the place that it was supposed to be was empty but sometimes things get moved around yeah and i found it very good very good. so anyway they were very happy so happy birthday al we're excited for your birthday and we're thrilled that you are yeah turning old (laughs) we we have birthdays coming up so don't say anything about turning old yeah let me see i turn old on the 26th of october and you turn old on november 2nd we turn older right but I think tw- we probably I'm, turned old several years ago. I'm going to be 29 and you're going to be 28. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. How do you explain that we have a 21-year-old college graduate who's married then? <laughs> that could work. We, we were only seven when we met and married. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Me too. Oh. So what's our topic for today? <laughs> I was going to say about Alan Joyce before we get on to our topic okay. that uh, they're doing they're in full swing of the Amazing Race podcast. It's called it's called the Amazing Race Fast Forward Podcast, mm-hmm. and it's really good, and you should listen to it. You, you've been following that show more I than have. I have. I, I haven't have. really watched. Much I enjoy. Of it. I try to put in a comment every week, but I don't always. I mean, I may not always succeed at that, but. Uh, I like The Amazing Race. It's pretty good this year or this season. And I like Alan Joyce's podcast. If you if you can do that, go check it out. Yeah, I listen okay. to them. Sorry. Yeah. Our subject for today. Well, I thought since we couldn't interview Daniel and Laura, mm-hmm. that we would take a brief interruption from our relationship topics that we've been covering mm-hmm. and talk a little bit about some very sad news that happened this last week. Oh, yeah. I think you told me that you were maybe going to talk about this, and I forgot. But in in it's not going to be a downer, though, because really this man was very inspiring to many, many people. But mm-hmm. the founder of Apple, mm-hmm. uh, Steve Jobs, passed away this last week, and um, he had he battled with liver cancer, I believe, or was it pancreatic, pancreatic, pancreatic cancer? cancer? Cancer, but then I think it... And then he had a liver transplant. Uh, transplant, a bunch of different stuff, and... Anyway, um, we knew he was sick because he had taken a medical leave from his uh, position at Apple, mm-hmm. but we didn't have any idea that uh, 
it was so severe, but he passed mm-hmm. away. And yeah. it was kind of sad because if you think about... Well, he was young. He was only 56. 56. But, yeah. but if you think about him and the impact that he had on the technology, on, on people like me, the geeky people in the world, well, and even business and schools. Well, and, and even me, who I, I wasn't someone who really did a lot on home computers that much. But you did too. Well, yeah, but I mean, now I don't go anywhere without my iPod Touch. I just have it with me all the time at work. Yeah, and you dropped it and broke the screen on it. I did. It has to go into the, you're going to repair I'm the repair screen. shop. I got a new digitizer. Mm-hmm. And a toolkit to fix your iPod Touch. Yeah, because it looks sad right now. So everybody pray for me that I don't break it when I fix it. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to watch the video a few times before I try it. Yeah. But you love your iPod. I love my iPod Touch. I, I play and my Scrabble. And I love Scrabble. my iPad. <clears throat> I play my Scrabble game on it with people Words from with all friends. over the world. And I, I do my um, email and my Facebook on there. And hanging with friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. Like I I haven't touched a regular laptop or or home computer um, in probably couple a couple months because yeah. I just use my iPod Touch. Someday we're gonna get you either an iPad or some type of a tablet so it's bigger so you can see better. Yeah, you'd mm-hmm. like that, I'm sure. Well, one thing I I the there, new Kindle Fire looks cool. There may be there's probably ways to do this, and I just don't know how to do it. But what's that? The the only thing I don't like about my iPod Touch is you know people will like want you to share a um, share stuff on Facebook on Facebook yeah and you can't do it on and there. I can't do it on my iPod Touch there may be a way like to copy and paste I on think, your iPod no, Touch and I just don't know how to do it there is a way to do it I just am not very techy that way so there is a way so don't get mad at me for not sharing your status with other people or putting it in my status for an hour or whatever because I just don't know how to do that. Well, I was going to set us up for a counseling appointment because you don't always share my stuff, so. Well, I, I'm i not, I can't do that, but uh, sometimes joking. I'll ask you to to log into my account on your yeah, you will. iPod Touch and can you share a podcast on my account? Because I can't do it on my and iPod I do. Touch. Yeah. Yeah. So, so thank you, dear. Steve Jobs has affected our world in a, in a dramatic way as far as technology is concerned. Yeah, very. So when the, the news of his passing came, it was really interesting how many of my friends and I, we felt a personal impact from it, which mm-hmm. you wouldn't think. We'd never met Steve Jobs. My goodness, you know, I mean, we'd never met the guy before. I had a friend that did work for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Stefan, um, uh, Stefan Luce, who, is, who I went to high school with, actually worked for him and said he was a wonderful guy to work for. Very caring about the employees, and came. He was eating lunch one day, and got up. Um, the uh, Steve Jobs came into the cafeteria where he was working, uh-huh. and or where they went to where they were eating lunch at, and he got up on the table and thanked them for this one project they just got done with, and told them that because of them that that's why Apple was so successful, mm-hmm. and thanked them. Isn't that cool? That's cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, we you know a lot of people took his death in a real. It, it's just kind of a, a rough thing to see a man that was so innovative in his technologies. And um, he had he really had a vision for the future. Mm-hmm. What was interesting that I did not know about him is that um, 
he actually is probably not that good, but some of the ideas that he got was were drug induced. Did you know that? I had no idea about that. Well, when I read the article on his life and stuff, it was really interesting to find out that he had taken some time to go and um, and tour. I think it was uh, it was India that he went to. Anyway, he got involved in some like psychedelic drugs. Uh-oh. No, and this is no kidding. And, I mean, I read this is official stuff, and okay. and uh, and got some of his ideas for the future as far as the technology that he was going to so create. Kind of like the Beatles with music. Yeah, huh? I know. But you think about it, they had some pretty innovative music. I yeah. don't know. Not, I'm not saying go out and take drugs <laughs> and innovate, but but yeah. he, and then he came back, of course, and started the company, and and a lot of things happened. And he had really it, it kind of crashed, and then it came back, and then it became really a powerhouse yeah, company. I think, well, he was fired from the company in his 30s and then they asked him back. Back and then he revitalized it and now it's it had at one point here in the last couple of months it had more money um Apple computers or Apple the the company well, had more money that, than the National Reserves. I think the iPad and the iPhone have really yeah, revolutionized pushed it things over into very big success. But, but other things that I read, and I'm not sure if this is totally true, if you read ahead. a bit larger biography, but I read a couple of things that that one he he wasn't a planned child like a lot of us. You and I were neither planned children. We're kind of afterthoughts. How do you plan children? Well, I mean. <clears throat> That he Tonight was, we will plant a baby. Well, there are people that plan to have a child. Okay, at a right, you're right. You're right. But I, I read that he was um, born from an unwed mother, and then um, he was given up for adoption at birth. Yeah. And then he didn't finish college. Right. He dropped out of college. He dropped out of college, and then when he finally started his computer business. It was in his garage. It wasn't yeah. anything. Um, and went on to change the world. Really prestige. Yeah. And and the the little Facebook thing that I read that on, you know, that mm-hmm. said, you know, he was um, born of unwed mother. He was um, given up for adoption. He was a college dropout. And then it said, and what's your excuse? <laughs> you know. Right. Why right. not to change the world? What's your excuse? Yeah. yeah. And yeah, because. But, you know, I like that. Yeah, because, you know, here he had even been into drugs. <laughs> I didn't know that part. Yeah. And, you know, he had probably made some... He had, loved his family a lot. But he had had some changes that, or some situations he had no control over. Mm-hmm. And then he had other situations that maybe he didn't make the best decisions in his youth. But he overcame them and went on to went do, on some, to amazing do some good things. So. Well, here, here's what I thought about his life. He, he gave a... There was a video of him giving a speech to a, a graduating class. Mm-hmm. Fascinating to hear him talk. Yeah. Because he, he, I don't know, to me, he's he kind of embodied that whole entrepreneur, um, that whole thing of taking risks. And I here's what I heard from him that I thought was really interesting. Mm-hmm. You, We've all heard, find what you like to do, do it, and you'll never work another day in your life. You know, you know yeah. what I mean? Well, he went on further to say, find what you like to do. And if you can't find what you like to do, don't settle for it. Keep doing it until you do find it. And then you won't work another day in your life. Mm-hmm. In other words, he, I think there's a lot of people in the world that will look and look and look for what they really like to do. Uh-huh. And they can't find it. So they settle for a, a mundane job 
and they live a mundane life and they never really accomplish what they really felt like they could. Mm-hmm. And that's not really that's not really living. That's really tough. But there's a lot of people because we have to pay our bills and mm-hmm. we have to do different things. But but imagine if we really did keep looking for what is the best for us. Mm-hmm. And I know there's responsibilities in life. You got to take care of your family. Well, you know, I I don't really want to get on the get you back on the subject of metal babies again. Uh oh. But I think one of the reasons why I'm doing this album project, hopefully someday, um, get this done. I'm working toward that goal is that when I was in fourth grade, mm-hmm. my teacher asked all of us kids in, in our class what we wanted to do when we grew up. Cool. And guess what I said? Uh, you wanted to be a heavy metal rock star. No. I said I wanted to be a songwriter. Really? Yeah. And and I... How cool is that? And I had written a few songs growing up, but um, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of had a setback when I felt inspired to write this beautiful ballad, and and I gave it to you, and you turned it into a heavy metal song. You did produce it. You put it on an album. And gave you credit. And and my name, and it was so cute because I was working at a, a restaurant at the time. Did you play it for him? And um, no, but there is a. Uh, one of the little fry cooks in the back of the restaurant was a fan of your band, and he got your, it was on cassette player then, oh and he had read all the little things in the back, and he goes, you wrote that song? And, you know, it was like like he was working with a famous songwriter, and it was like, you th- oh, you, you think that was, was so a funny. setback? <laughs> you really think it was a setback? <laughs> And, well, it wasn't the kind of music I wanted to write. And the kind of, I mean, I liked the lyrics, but I didn't really like what you did with it. So I kind of put my my writing on a back burner. But, you know, maybe it's a midlife crisis kind of thing. But here I am. My kids are almost raised. I only have one child at home, and she's probably going to be going off to college next year. And Yeah. And, you know, so I'm going like, okay, what have I done with my dreams? And, you know, I used to be an artist. I've kind of put that on the back burner. And I used to want to do songwriting, and I've kind of put that on the back burner. And I'm thinking, it's time to get some things off the back burner and at least make an attempt at fulfilling some of the dreams that I think God put in my life as a child. I think that's awesome. Yeah. I think that's gr- <laughs> no, I do. I think that's great. I think that's what a lot of us should do. Yeah. I, I, I think that, you know, when you start to think about it as believers, okay, now we'll get spiritual. Okay. This is a spiritual podcast. So we I'm not going to do any more about metal babies. Thank you. Okay. Uh, um, getting spiritual for a moment. We believe that you only get one shot at life. You, there is no reincarnation. There's no... Well, the Bible says it's appointed for a man once to die and then the judgment. Right. Or to be absent to be from the, the body, body is to, to be, be present, present with, with the, the Lord. Lord. Right. So it, in our theology, or when we look at the, what the Bible says, mm-hmm. you don't come back after your... I mean... You, you, you don't th- get due over time and time again. Right. You don't get to come back you as come Aunt back Sophie as a, or a lizard or, as or, a flea or, or a dog or a, a cow. Bumblebee. Yeah. 
so no reincarnation and there's also um you you don't i mean basically you get one shot at it and and then it's over and then you you go to be with god and other people believe different than that but that's but that's what we believe that's what we believe from the bible so if that's the case Mm -hmm. then what we do with our time on this earth is important Mm -hmm. and we all basically there's an interesting uh there's this interesting passage in scripture in the bible that talks about um someone being a steward over what was entrusted to them Mm -hmm. in other words um i'll just loosely paraphrase it and you can help me because you know the bible you've had the bible twice as long as i have i've never i didn't read it until i was 20 and you had it when you're four actually negative nine months right yeah but there's this this parable in the bible that talks about these different people getting a certain amount of money or talent they call them talents actually Mm -hmm. um and they are given a certain amount that they were supposed to put to work and invest and 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 the master entrusted Mm -hmm. it to them Mm -hmm. and when he came back he went to collect his money or whatever they had invested Mm -hmm. and one servant took it and just buried it because he was scared of his master Mm -hmm. so he didn't get anything he gave it back to him and then the other servant had gone and actually done something with it and made some money. And then the other servant had, had, really, done had well. really worked it and got all this mm-hmm. stuff back for his master. And Jesus told this story. And a lot of people will take it and say, well, that's all about money. But it wasn't. If you really look at the, the parable, it was more about us being stewards over the life we've been given. And what that means is that all of us have different gifts and different talents and different things in our life. And if and, and we only have a certain amount of time. So what we do with that time is more important than we think. Mm-hmm. And and if we spend it in a in a dead end job, treating people poorly and not investing in people and and not, you know, caring and not doing our best to to love people then we we miss out mm-hmm. on what on the fulfillment that God has for our lives while we're while we're alive and kicking. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot of people on this planet that aren't doing what they're supposed to be doing. I'm trying to use the force. My wife has her <laughs> hand and she's going like this at me. You can't see that, but she's putting her hand her palm down and she's like like saying stop. What are you telling me to stop? When you wiggle your your feet like that, it yeah. comes across on the my earphones. Oh, I didn't hear it. Okay. Sorry. Okay, can I get back to the yeah, spiritual part of the podcast? The spiritual part. We need to do that. <coughs> Excuse me. Okay, so so it's my belief and your belief as well mm-hmm. that we are all given a a, series, a period of time to be on this earth, and what we do with it is very important. So it behooves us. That's a word mm-hmm. you don't usually use. Behoove. It it's good for us to explore what the talents and the giftings are on the inside of us. Now, not all of us are going to be a rock star and write metal babies. (laughs) Hopefully not. (laughs) Not all of us are going to be preachers and get up and Mm -hmm. preach to people. Not all of us are going to be musicians. Not all of us are going to be counselors. We're all created different. Some of us may be mechanics or chefs or uh, awesome mom or an awesome dad. Or There's tons of different things that we've Mm -hmm. been given 
And each one of us is unique in the gifts that we have. And you may be sitting out there listening to our podcast right now and say, well, I don't really have, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't really have anything, Rick and Amy. I mean, what do I do? I'm a student or, or I'm just, a, I'm just a mom that's trying to make ends meet and, you know, or I'm just a, I'm just a dad trying to earn a living for my family or, you know, th- who knows all the different people that are listening right now, mm-hmm. but I can assure you that there are gifts and talents on the inside of you that God put there and he gave you dreams. Mm-hmm. And, and the sad part is, and we've seen it, the sad part is to see people get to a certain age and then they never ever do what they were meant to do. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're disillusioned, they're sad, they, look, they escape into alcoholism or fantasy or drug addiction. Or, drug addiction to, or brownies. To, <laughs> food addiction. Oh, like <laughs> they joined the brownies? No. Oh, like food addiction. Got Whatever it, got addiction. But, but, yeah. but that's what happens to us when we aren't fulfilling what we're supposed to be doing mm-hmm. that God created us for. And and um and it's really kind of sad because we've we've known a lot of people that have died never really doing what they were they had dreams and they never did them. Mm-hmm. So the question is then mm-hmm. if somebody like Steve Jobs mm-hmm fulfilled so many of his dreams and then created these things that gave other people the ability to create. I mean, I'm using the iPad to make a living. That's Mm -hmm. pretty cool that somebody was innovative enough to create something that I use now to create and I get a living out of it. Very fascinating. But but the question is, what's stopping us Mm -hmm. from doing what we are supposed to be? What's stopping us from fulfilling our dreams. Well, you know what's interesting, too, because you and I have, have been on one path, and then we've had a <coughs> something happen that we've had to change directions. One interesting thing I saw in the news a little bit, um, in that same speech, I think, mm-hmm. where he was he was talking, he talked about when he was fired from the Apple. Company, right. And... When, you know, I don't think that was initially part of his plan to get fired. No. But when he was fired, he took the time to create the the company Pixar, which one of our all-time favorite um, movies, um, Toy Story. Yeah. that was a Pixar film, and they've done many other. He ones was executive too. producer on that. He was executive, and I think wasn't he with um, was it Lucas or Spielberg that went together with him on that? I can't remember. I can't remember one of those big guys. Our friend Al and Joyce would know. Yeah, but you know, fantastic, fantastic um, production company. I guess you'd call it. Yeah. That, that made some really great films. And he used a time that someone, you know, could just crawl up and say, okay, I failed. Let me just, you know, fade yeah. away. Yeah. But instead of doing that, just like, you know, we've when we've come across turns in our road, we've got, okay, well, what next, God, you know? Well, I mean, and, you know, it's true. When we were when we were pastoring full-time, we thought, I thought I would be doing that the rest of my life. I thought mm-hmm. for sure I'd be, in fact, I thought I'd be at the same church the rest of my life. And then when things went south on us, it was like, oh, no, this isn't good. 
Um, mm-hmm. And we realized that it wasn't going to work out for us to be there anymore. Um, my world was rocked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't think. I thought, well, this is all. These are all the things that I'm supposed to be doing, you know. And and, um, and still, to a certain degree, I think there's some things I still could could do, but it's not in this place, not not at the place, you know, not at that place. Mm-hmm. But I I now know that I would have never done this podcast. Would have never done an album and got it on iTunes. Would have never done an art show yesterday mm-hmm. or today or whenever this is. <laughs> yeah. I would have never done any of that if it wasn't for tr- allowing the hard, rough stuff to turn things around so that I would do something different. Mm-hmm. Instead of, you know, and I could have, and then there were, I was tempted, and you know, for a time, it was so hard that I thought I was over. I thought I was washed up at 40 some years old. And and uh, you feel like that when you go you know, through rough stuff. And I don't know. I didn't know Steve Jobs personally. Jobs. Jobs. But we know I, Jeff Job is our friend. Steve Jobs was the guy That's confusing. from Apple. Yeah. But um, I imagine you know he probably wasn't thrilled. No. When he got fired from. But there's from, a there's this thing called resiliency. Yeah. And, you know, I've, I've heard that some of the most successful people on this planet today have been the biggest failures. They've, they've failed and failed. And I can't remember you, how many times um, oh, yeah. Edison oh, tried to failed make the light bulb. Yeah. when he was trying to make the light bulb. It was yeah. like hundreds of times, yeah. I think. Yeah. And, you know, and then finally he succeeded in making one that, that would last and... You know, he made a he was able to make a good product that we use every day now. Yeah. Um, and I think I even heard um, Steve Jobs Jobs compared to Edison that yeah. he oh modern was, day definitely he was the the modern day equivalent um, as far as invention and um, you know that he didn't give up he kept on working on things and making them better and yeah. Well, uh, and you think the reason that people like that are successful, that we have found now, is that they actually risk something. Mm-hmm. See, I think a lot of us never take the risk because we're scared of the financial problems that will happen to us. Because, yeah. it, you know, and I, and I understand that. I mean, I completely understand that. As you started a, a, a multimedia business and even our art. Our last couple art shows, we've lost money instead of made money. Yeah, but you know, but down, down the road, just, I'm sure it'll turn around because the business yeah. has turned around a little bit. It's a lot better this yeah. year than it was last year, and, and better it, than the year before. Oh yeah, the first year it, it was, was scary. Pretty <laughs> if it wasn't for some very generous people in yeah. our lives, we would have sunk the first year. Yeah, the first year, God just had grace on us. Yeah, and we had a, we had some folks that gave quite a bit every month to our podcast, mm-hmm. and that I paid our mortgage for a while. Yeah, or at least. A part big, of it <laughs> big chunk of it yeah, yeah which was that was really that cool was but you know lesson. it's really interesting for folks listening do you know that um this one particular family had helped us for quite some time and then um circumstances changed in their life and they weren't able to give that amount anymore mm-hmm. and they wrote this letter to us and they were really scared that we were going to freak out because they knew it was a significant amount of money mm-hmm. and they weren't going to be able to do it anymore but um I'll never forget when I got that letter. The very first thing was to start to panic. But then I read it to you and we talked about it. And we said, you know what? We're going to be okay. And I immediately wrote them back and said, don't sweat this. Mm -hmm. Thank you 
for the time that you did oh, help. Yeah. And you, what happened? Less than a week later, you got a better job. Mm-hmm. Things started to pick up, and the money that we were getting was was a little bit more money than that came in. Yeah. And and so on and so forth. And every single time we've had a need like that, God has turned it around through circumstances and through different things, and we've always been taken care of. Yeah. As long as we're stepping out on our dreams. Mm-hmm. Now, that, that doesn't mean you're going to have to work cleaning houses for the rest of your life. You know, there is one scripture I wanted to bring up about this, though, is that even if you aren't doing your dream job all the time, um, there's a scripture that says, whatever you do, do, do heartily yeah. as unto the Lord. Right. So I know this might sound weird to some people because... I clean toilets, and when I clean toilets, I get down on my hands and knees, and I clean not just the inside with a brush, but I clean every single square inch of that toilet. I clean along the sides and all around the floor. Okay, just one statement. Ew. And, but you know what? To me, that's a ministry. First John ministry. Or <laughs> get it. First but John ministry. I read one time in a book that nothing says I love you to your family like having a clean toilet (laughs) and you know what's one of the most disgusting things that in life is if you walk into a public restroom and the toilet is disgusting you're right and what's one of the nicest things is if you walk into a restroom and it smells like bleach and it's like clean and I don't like the smell of bleach but you sure like the smell of bleach in a public restroom you sure do and you know, I know that might not be someone's dream job is but, but to clean, but yeah. I I think of it as a ministry to to because and it's where you're at right now. That's where I'm at. And it right doesn't now. mean you're going to be there in a year from now. Maybe not, and and yet you know it saves on health club bills because you know I get a workout cleaning. But you think about but, it. You think about it. we're doing what we need to do right now. Right now to yeah. take care of things, but at the same time. You're working on this album, Metal yeah. Babies. <laughs> no metal babies. And, and I, I was kind of forced into the situation because I either did that or went out and got a, a flipping hamburgers job at yeah. McDonald's because the job market here is just. Ugh. We we have one of the highest unemployment rates in our nation in yeah. the county that we're living in. So. But you know what? Yeah. We we decided just to make the best of it mm-hmm. and go forward. I think that in the long run, that's going to work out. Now, it hasn't been easy. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying to anybody that this is easy, no. but I am saying what inspired me about, about Steve Jobs is that he didn't let the setback stop him mm-hmm. from going on and doing fabulous things. I mean, yeah. huge deal. And, you know, if he could do that, mm-hmm. he puts his, he put his pants on just like you and I do. Yeah. He, there was, I mean, Yes, he was special because he was resilient. And yes, he was innovative. Mm-hmm. But you know what? There's a lot of people that have a lot of ideas and dreams that if we would just simply start making an effort, mm-hmm. you know, to get ourselves in that situation and in that position, um, I think it would go a lot better for us. I, I look at it this way. Do you know how all these fast food places now have these self-serve drink places? Mm-hmm. You know, where you, instead of them giving you your drink at the counter, they hand you a cup, mm-hmm. and you go over to the soda fountain or the pop place, mm-hmm. and you put your cup underneath it. You get you get that, and you get free refills and everything in most places. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Are you killing a bug? 
There was a fly there. I don't like flies. <laughs> She's killing a bug. I was trying okay, so, to. Okay, let me get back to this. Okay, so if you don't get up off your butt, mm-hmm. walk over to the place that has the soda, and position your cup underneath the fountain, you aren't going to get your drink. Give it a little push, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think a lot of the problem today is that we we all have the capacity to do our dreams because I believe God gave us that. Well, yeah, and I think that's another but, getting scriptural again is it says um, that God will give you the desires of your heart. I believe that means he will put those desires Yeah, I don't think it means heart. that you get whatever you think you want. It's like, I desire a red Corvette. I desire. Poof, you're a red Corvette. That, no, Hope somebody I, changes your oil. I believe that God Ba-dum-bum. can give you a desire to to do something f- for the betterment of this world. So you've got the yeah. container. But if mm-hmm. you don't get up off your butt and walk over to and position yourself under the fountain, you'll never get your drink. Mm-hmm. And I just think that a lot of us at times get stuck sitting at the table wondering why we don't have anything to drink. Mm-hmm. And be, it's because we haven't made a, we haven't pushed a little bit towards the the area in which our dream is there, yeah. you know? And and I'm not saying be foolish at all. I'm not saying quit your good paying job and become a rock star and then you can't. I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But I am saying this, really take a look at what you're made to do and what fulfills your heart. When you find that I believe God will make a way for you to do that. Mm-hmm. And I just really do. And so, so you know, you may be listening and saying, well, I think that's a pipe dream, you guys. But but uh, we're living proof that as time goes on, we believe that things are changing as a result of us pushing towards what we know we're supposed to do. We got We got to the point where we weren't reaching the type of people we felt we were supposed to reach in the church, mm-hmm. in the, in the four-walled church. In fact, we realized there were a lot of recycled people coming through, recycled Christians, and everybody already knew the message of Christ. Yeah, in our little community, we found um, that there wasn't a lot of of people coming in that didn't have a religious background, but it, it just... Pe- people rotated through the churches. As the different churches. They in the get harbor, upset yeah. with one pastor and they move to a different church right, and it right. just kind of rotated... Well, and, and, Christians and it, be, it becomes a subculture mm-hmm. where you kind of take care of the people that come to it and you do everything within those four walls. What we realized was that that isn't what the Bible talks about. Mm-hmm. And that there's a, at least for us, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to rank, I don't really well, feel like I, I mean, want to rank on things. There, there can be something special about being yes. involved yes. in a church community Agreed. where. You know, you're you're kind of a family, right? And like when we talked with the Meddings and different mm-hmm. people like that 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 have that situation going on. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of friends that go to church. Our, our friend Richard uh, from uh, over by Chicago, he's mm-hmm. got an awesome church, and the you know people he has good friends and awesome mm-hmm. stuff that goes on there. You know, and and all the more power to everyone who can do that. That's fantastic. Yeah. But we really felt like, even though we were good at doing ministry within or or you know giving the sermons and doing all these different things and caring for people within the four walls there was a whole segment of people that either had a misconception of what christianity was about or really didn't know that god really cared about them mm-hmm. and so we decided to branch out and do what we're doing now with the podcast 
And as a result of that, I can't tell you how awesome it has been. Uh, well, I can tell you because it, is, it has been awesome to, to meet people from all over the world that um, are hearing now a message of hope. You know, and, and getting to know what the Bible says about certain things and getting a different perspective, not because we're forcing it on them mm-hmm. so we can get notches on our Bible, <laughs> but because we feel like that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. And and we do it in a way that is non-threatening. And and in a, we get arguments, we get people all the time that say we're doing it wrong and that, you know, we're we've done this or we've done that. And I just say, whatever, you know what? You go out and do something. Do what you're supposed to do. I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. You know, there's there's not mm-hmm. much else you can say. Yeah. But but my my point to all of this is, when you look at somebody like Steve Jobs and mm-hmm. how he he changed the world because of his innovation, I think that God has that on the inside of all of us. Mm-hmm. And so the question I guess to everybody is, if you're listening to this podcast, what have you done lately? To cultivate your dreams. What have you done? Because I think we all can do something to do that. And and I think part of it is to help others fulfill their dreams. I think it's important for us to help others and Mm -hmm. and support others. That's why I try to be very encouraging to all the podcasters that I know. um, And be their friends and and listen to their stuff and and love on them and and, uh, do all I can do to support them. Uh, And through the years, too, you've... um as kind of mentoring youth, you've recorded songs for different kids that were coming up as musicians yeah. and, and you know, oftentimes did it at no charge and, you right. know, but you know, I'm convinced to do that to encourage yeah, them. But I'm convinced that as we do that kind of thing, mm-hmm. that, that whole thing that I've said before on the program, the water boy never goes thirsty. Mm-hmm. If you will spend time serving others, God will open the doors for you to do what you're, that fulfills mm-hmm. you. And I think that really is the key to things. And so so I just want to encourage everybody listening. If I know you have a dream in your heart. And if you feel like you're stuck in a rut, if you feel like it's, everything has been mundane and you're just, you've come up and you've hit an edge and you're just kind of bumping against it all the time. Let me just encourage you. There, There is more to life than that. And God does want to help you to break out of that and to start fulfilling your heart. I just know that. And and I just want to encourage you, do something this week different than you did last week mm. to go for your dream. Yeah. Even- and it made me really scared. I remember how scared I was when I signed up with CD Baby and, and had to copyright my music and get it on to iTunes. I was scared to death of that. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, it's too complicated. But I did it. Yeah. It was easier the second time around. And yeah, then the, the third time, time it was lots easier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and I think that that sometimes we're just I think fear holds us back. Mm-hmm. We're scared of not our, our bills not being paid, or we're scared of you know what people think of us, or we're, we're fear. Well, I, well, I've been asked this question before. What would you do if you didn't have fear? What what could you do mm-hmm. if you weren't afraid? Yeah. Well, the answer is I would succeed wildly mm-hmm. if I wasn't afraid. But I think one of the reasons that we don't succeed is we're scared. Not scared well, of success think, per se, but, but. but I think you can be afraid of failure or afraid that people will judge your work as being um, well insignificant or petty or you and, know. And I'll be totally honest with you. Um, when we when we resigned from doing full time pastoring, I was embarrassed. 
because of the way it happened and everything mm-hmm. that came down. There was lie, lies told, and it just was a mess. Mm-hmm. And I knew I couldn't stay in that situation. You knew it more than I did. Yeah. And you said, Rick, you got to get out of that. And and I said, you're right. And I was embarrassed because, you know, when you when you go from a place where you have a position where everybody sees you and you're public and all this different stuff, and then it's gone. Mm-hmm. I don't care. And then a lot of rumors fly around and all this stuff. It was embarrassing for me in my hometown to walk around. And I went from, you know, from something to nothing in my in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Not in God's eyes. Not yeah. in your eyes. You knew that I was standing up for what was right. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do what was wrong. And that's the reason I'm not there. Yeah. And so um, now it's different because uh, it, is, it doesn't really matter how we feel. Mm-hmm. It's what we do with the situation. And, and I think I, you know, I'm still learning and I'm still digging out of where I was at. But I think one of the things that really helps is, is just jumping towards what I'm supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And I really think, you know, a year from now, we'll be in a way better place. A year from then, we'll be in a much better place, so on and so forth. Yeah. And it just gets better as we fulfill and go and push towards what we know we're supposed to be doing. So mm-hmm. so I guess that was the podcast. I just wanted to talk about that because um, when, I, when I heard that Steve had passed away, mm-hmm. it was like somebody hit me in the gut. Not, I, I not, remember you posted on, on um, Facebook. I sad. Yeah. Instead of iPod and it it took me a while to figure out what that to was. figure that I'm going, Why are you sad? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going, Oh, you put I sad, like iPod or iPad. But you know, and, a, a dreamer a dreamer and a an innovator passed away. And mm-hmm. I love I love that about people. I love innovators and people that can dream. They they're catchy. They make me want to do that too. And and hopefully Hopefully what we do for, for our listening audience is encourage them to fulfill what they're called to do as well. So mm-hmm. our prayer this week, and of course for the weeks to come, and our newsletter is always about this, is we hope that you will go forward and not only help other people fulfill their dreams, but you yourself will get up and walk over and get your cup underneath the fountain mm-hmm. and get your refill and start working towards something that will make a difference and and help you fulfill all that you're called to do that's our prayer and and i would probably just add if you're confused about what you're called to do um getting back to the scripture it says if any man lacks lacks wisdom ask ask and that god will give it to them liberally well you know and and a practical thing mm -hmm. before we go because it's time to go yeah. Uh, a practical thing is to get out a piece of paper mm-hmm. or get out your email like or get on your computer tree, or on your, your iPad, or whatever, mm-hmm. or iPod or whatever, and make a list of the things that you love. Mm-hmm. And then make a list of the people that you admire. And then think about the things that when you do them, you know God is smiling. Mm-hmm. And I bet you'll find out what you're good at. Yeah. We just don't do that. We don't take the time to fulfill that because we may have gotten into this job that pays good or this job that's helping the bills or whatever. And we don't think about what we really could do that would really make a difference. And I think when we write those things down and look at them, Mm -hmm. a a pattern begins to emerge. But a lot of times we don't write it down. Mm -hmm. So that's our homework for everybody this week. Write down some of your dreams. Write down what you like doing that really floats your boat. And, and 
I, I guarantee that you will find a pattern in that. And then begin to pray and ask God for wisdom on where to go with that. And how to how to crawl forward in that. Yeah. And don't beat yourself up. If, if you're not the... It, well, yeah. and what I was going to say is don't beat yourself up if, you know, 40, 50 hours a week you have to work at that job you really don't like right. just to support your family because it also says that a person who doesn't take care of their own family is is worse than an unbeliever as far as like I think the the Bible uses infidel or something yeah. and it's just saying that it's a godly thing to take care of your family yes it is and and so you know even if even if you're flipping burgers or well, or working yeah. as a janitor like I do or whatever right. to to be a blessing to your family that's well, an okay thing right. but you can also pray about how to progress and and what spare time you have to yeah. to go towards those and you know what I, I i've I've heard this before show me your friends and I'll tell you what you think about yourself have you heard that before many times yeah well from you. <laughs> well you know what I was thinking the other day how my friends have changed mm-hmm. and some of my best friends uh-huh. are all people that work a normal job mm-hmm. because they need to pay their bills Mm -hmm. but they are working very hard after they get off work they've rearranged their time to do what they love Mm -hmm. and i think there are lots of them Mm -hmm. that are the closest friends that i have do that very thing we're talking about Mm -hmm. right now they are already on their way I i have one friend that is he has a business and everything but he's 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 cranking it around to where he will be full time and doing what he wants to do pretty Mm -hmm. soon I've got another friend, same thing. He he may be working right now, doing this job, and he doesn't like his job very much. But when he gets off work, he's he's furiously doing the stuff that he loves to do and doing well with it. Mm-hmm. And and I've got another friend that, um, you know, the job pays the bills, but when he's off work, wow, he start he's making a difference in the world, you know, because he's doing all these really cool podcasts and stuff and really mm-hmm. encouraging people in their lives. And so the list goes on and on mm-hmm. and on. I mean, it's amazing yeah. how many of the people that I hang out with now on the Internet are doing the very thing that I think is really awesome. And that is it, they're, they're taking their time to go towards what they really feel like they're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And, and I, my hat is off to them. And I, I'm very thrilled to be friends with people like that. So just let's encourage people to you know go forward. Start working on your dreams and write that list down. Put it up in front of you. I did a I did a visual collage of mine, and I've got all these different things that I love to do and that I want from now until I'm dead, that I want to fulfill mm-hmm. before I die, and it's on this visual collage that I can look at. That helps me. I like it that way. Some people write it down. Mm-hmm. I put pictures up. I think I have a list somewhere in my ha- in the house of twenty wishes. Yeah. 20 things I want to do before I die. <laughs> yeah. So so let's just, we just want to encourage you to to go for your dreams and to uh, be an innovator like Steve Jobs. Mm-hmm. You know, step out there out of your comfort zone and push a little bit harder. Get underneath that mm-hmm. fountain and get your refill. Yeah. And see what happens. And keep the cup passing around. Share with other people. That's right. That's good. Yeah. Okay. That's good. That's good. We should end now because we're running out of time. And we're running out of steam. We're about ready to crash, I think. <laughs> yeah, I am. I'm on my, I still got to get this edited and then put out. Tonight. Yeah. So, 
But God bless everybody. Why don't Hope I say have a good a, week? Can I say a prayer for everybody? Sure. Okay, Father, I thank you for every single person that's listening. I know God that you put dreams on the inside of us, and God, for whatever reason, sometimes our dreams are squished down or or not fulfilled, or or we're scared of this or we're scared of that. And I'm asking God right now that you would just open our hearts up to what you made us to do. I don't think any of us are here by accident. So I'm asking that you would you would help every person that's listening, every one of our friends right now, to to see a little more of what they're supposed to be doing, that what you created them to do, and that you would give them the strength and the courage to go towards that. Thank you, Lord, for every single one of their lives now. Uh, we're so blessed to know these different people, and even the ones that listen to our podcast that we don't even know, God, would you just touch their heart at the same time and help them to be everything you've called them to be, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Now, you didn't think we'd have enough to talk about. I hope people can handle our giggles tonight. We had a good time. but Well, if they can't, they can just crank up the, <laughs> the new album, Metal Babies. Oh, no, Metal Babies. With the new hit single, Diaper Rash. No. No? No. Where's my binky? No. No? It's going to be really interesting. Do you wear a onesie? With us working on the musical production of this, this is going to be very interesting. So this has been a Multimedia LLC production, copyright 2011. All All rights reserved reserved. for Metal Babies. If anyone wants to throw any... Um, throw any metal baby no uh, any support towards our podcast oh yeah that might help that that could help considering i have to redo our our uh our domain yeah that's coming up and you had to buy a new board recently yeah i crashed and you know just paying for our internet and our www.takehimwithyou.com.com dot com anything is a blessing and if you can't help financially just please keep us in prayer yes please that would be a good thing. And when our album Metal Babies comes out, buy lots of copies for your metal baby friends. We're not having metal babies. Who's in the nursery tonight? No. I just could go forever on this no, one. We're doing baby blessings. <laughs> baby blessings, not metal babies. Oh, that's so funny. Okay. Good night, everybody. Or good goodbye, night. everybody. Or however we say it. Thanks, everybody. Uh, blessings. <laughs> Next week, hopefully, we'll have Daniel and Laura on. If they will be on after this. Yeah, maybe they won't after they heard this podcast. It's kind of silly tonight. Just remember one thing. Metal Babies.
Big Brother? No. Survivor? No. The Office? Angela. Then what do we talk about? Gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, and geek stuff. Really? Yes. Cool. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And you need to listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. Find us online at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. 